Matt, is that you? Welcome to Puppet Hunt. Oh, yes. Welcome to Puppet Hunt Radio with... With Matt and Lane. Is this better? The only podcast dedicated to the 1940s detective noir radio show of the same name, Puppet Hunt. Join Rock Handy and Nick Salmon for an evergreen trip down memory lane as they crack cases and solve mysteries for the ventriloquist of Large Neck USA. I really like that intro. Is my are my levels okay? Is this too oh, loud? No, it's a. I it turned sounds, it up. Why is there you're doing a throbbing heart on your face right now? Throbbing heart? Well, I might have pressed that by accident. I oh, okay. Just sat down. I had to move outside. Wasn't sure if you were sending me a message of some kind. Like you really like the tagline. No, we were we were we're cleaning, doing a spring cleaning. So I got had to go outside. But I'm set up. I'm ready to go. I have uh, notes about the. I don't want to jump ahead. Spoilers. Well, I, my energy level is like right at the maximum right now because I've I've got a new energy secret. Would you like to hear it? Uh, yes. Sleeping with the salt lamps. I never thought of it before. I mean, I think this whole confinement thing, again, it's not an evergreen episode. We'll reference the 2020 thing that's happening. Mm. But if you actually sleep with them, it's so powerful. That's so just my first time to do it, but uh, it's really excited. And I did it on purpose. I had the idea, and then I thought, well, we're going to, Matt and I are going to make the phone call. Let's do it the night before. And so, listeners, as you're well aware, we split our two phone calls into two episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. We agreed to do that. With Matt and I agreed boys. to do that. Exactly. We wanted to honor each guest with their own episode. And keep and continuity. Had, right. Continuity. I'm very proud that we managed this for the listeners. I'm sorry yeah. to be stepping on everything you're saying. I'm just, I got like a little bit, maybe too much energy. Maybe I'll dial down. I'll turn off there one of these lamps. might be some delay. I'm going to turn off one of the lamps here. Uh, Actually, it feels like you're ahead of me is part of – maybe I'm imagining that. I think – oh, no, you're south of me. So that's, yeah. That wouldn't make – Well, maybe the satellite goes to a different time zone and then comes back. You know, there's maybe. a lot of satellites involved with this Buffering. stuff now. Maybe your salt lamps are tapping into the power supply. I'm going to turn this one off just because I feel like I might be getting a little bit too – you know, there's like too much of a good thing. Well, we'll we'll I'll table this, but I have some uh, ideas about your salt lamps too. We'll we'll talk about that later. Oh, but I'm okay. excited to hear the the listener mail. Yes, yes. All right, so let's just dive right in. This is from Box Butte Alliance at hushmail.com. Unusual email, but uh, Box Butte Alliance at hushmail.com writes, huge fan of Golden Age of Radio in general. And Puppet Hunt in particular. Mm. Big, however, not a fan of the all Lane and Matt episodes. Mm. Well, I've got bad news for you, Box Beat Alliance. Today's episode is going to be another one of those. You may want to find another podcast. Yeah, I think he's uh, being a little... COVID-19... Oh, that's not... uh, Well, we'll, I'll just say it. COVID-19... That's what we're dealing with. It's like the it's a pandemic, so you're probably getting all stressed out. And people deal with stress in different ways. Uh, I, I feel that uh, Puppet Hunt, uh, as a podcast, is sort of an essential service that we're providing because it's a a safe environment for people to. Uh, um, Didn't realize yeah, you I've were been, such. I've a... been on Wikipedia a lot lately, doing lately doing a lot of research. 
That was an interesting lady, Freudian Freudian slip there. You Ooh, said, said champion. That was lady. Freudian. I thought that was interesting. You've been on Wikipedia, lady. Yeah, I have some needs that are not being well. Let's not talk about that. All right. So, uh, well, Box Butte Alliance continues. Quote. Also, in the last again subpar episode, seems oh. unnecessary. You both claimed that Chad Schoon was your first ever guest, but you made the same claim in episode six when you featured the voice-disguised Mr. Huffler. Who's that? You don't remember Mr. Huffler? Mm. He was the guy who sent us one of the episodes he had in his garage. Uh, I, no. They're probably correct. I, I remember Mr. Huffler, so I apologize, I guess. But I, I think what I meant was that he was the first guest of season three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't take yeah, everything so. literally, Box Butte Alliance. Loosen up. Yeah could talk about that but i don't want to bring the podcast down are you feeling okay you sound like oh you no might be... i'm fine i'm fine fine right. i just went down did some research it's got me thinking about various ways people deal with anxiety and stress and maybe we could talk about that afterwards okay mm. i want to just say the economic stimulus has born fruit that will yes. be arriving soon in your mailbox and you will have a new friend to cheer you up now and again you will be able to plug in your own friend and and really enjoy the same vitality that i'm experiencing right now so it's a, well, still a kind of a surprise i'm not going to tell you exactly what it is but yeah. you can probably guess well I'll, i'd like to point out on a positive note so it's we're, we're sort of an essential service I agree. All right, back to uh, listener emails. This is from Ornithopter. Hmm. Yeah, some kind. Have of... you ever heard of an Ornithopter? Uh, I think it's an early flying machine. Oh, okay. Ornithopter at bigstring.com writes, "Quote: Still, all caps, have zero idea what's happening in the narrative. Hmm. Are there spark notes available? Spark notes. Yeah." I think you may have sent the email to a wrong address. This sounds like a some kind of programming question. Huh. So maybe it's this they're fans of early flying machines and they got there's another podcast out there. There's a lot of podcasts could out be, there. Could be puppethint.com they were trying to send it to. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, I understand that there is some confusion. That's why I was originally thinking that there could be two podcasts like this one called Puppet Hunt Original and Puppet Hunt Modern oh. Day. And and then I, I've been kind of mulling that for a while, and I woke up this morning and I was like, like that doesn't make any sense. You got to keep everything unified. Like in other words, we can just state at the beginning of the episode whether this is a vintage program or not, and just keep it all unified. Continuity. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, well, that's it for. Well, there's one other email that's about asking about who the prime suspect in the left-handed quist is, but Ooh, I. Just, uh, oh well, continuity. You're right. Right. Continuity. I just want to, when we air part five, which Matt has, he has his hands on I've and we're going to be airing that one as going to be the one coming after this one. This is a great episode. However, even though it's an all Lane and Matt episode, well, it does feature one of the Schoon boys. That's right. Uh, the second, no, no, no. We got to edit that out because that's one of the big reveals. We got two reveals in this episode that we're teasing. There's something about his name, and then there's the biggest one of them all, which is he's got some big news. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, you're about to hear the second interview of one of the descendants of Leroy Shoon 
which contains some excellent news for fans of our show. Feel free to sharpen your listening appetites. Ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, here he is. Falling uh, t- tad soon. I want dramatic music. We might put dramatic music under this. Uh, yeah, hello? Uh, is this... Hello? Is this... Yeah. Tad? Hello? Uh, Welcome to Puppet Hunt Radio with Matt and Lane. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, well, yeah. Welcome to you guys. Um, so I one the main, main thing we want to get out of the way first is the spelling of your name. Your brother said the H was silent or invisible because it's from the Dutch. Uh, and I've been pronouncing it uh, soon. I think he said it was Shoon. It spells S-C-O-O-N, correct? Uh, well, yeah, no, that's how you spell it. Yeah, I mean, they call me Scooney. Uh, you know, down at the IKEA where I work, yeah. Oh, so, IKEA. I've got some oh, IKEA products. Oh, oh, well, everybody does. Yeah, you know. So is that a Dutch as your, well, IKEA? I I don't know. I think that's um, I'm, I think that's uh, Swedish actually. Those. Mm. Well, the the headquarters are are actually in the Netherlands. Is that Canada? What do you? So You're breaking up. A lot up, of Lane. people realize that. So a lot of people, I don't want to get too far off on the IKEA thing, but a lot of people recognize it as a Swedish corporation, but they're headquartered yeah. out of the Netherlands, which makes them a Dutch company. They began mm. in Sweden, and now there's really a multinational company. I have a, a, a Stuva bench that I bought from IKEA. Oh, yeah, I put a lot of those together back in the, uh, yeah, in the warehouse there. I, you know, I, I move stuff around and then I, uh, you know, I assemble. I do a lot of assembly, too. Assembly, yeah, um, that's the hard part. There's uh, an Oracle Storp desk computer. Are you familiar with that? The Oracle Oh, yeah, Storp? sure. Oh, yeah, I think those might have been discontinued. But, uh, I mean, I don't see too many of those come through anymore. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good desk, though. That's pretty solid. So, your grandfather went by Leroy Schoon or Leroy Schoon? Um, I don't know. Oh, you, oh, Papa Roy. Just, okay. we call him Papa Roy. <laughs> you know, I don't, oh, that's, I don't remember. That's yeah, a juicy I detail. I didn't call him by his last name, like, uh, ever, <laughs> you know? Mm. Oh, so you never heard him answer the phone? Like, people from that era oftentimes would answer, like, they'd say, you know, Mr. Shoon, when they'd answer the phone. He never said that? Uh, no, I, I don't think I was ever on the phone with him, no. Did he have a phone? I thought maybe like you'd be there listening to him answer the phone, and it, it doesn't matter. Okay, so first of all, Thad, uh, have you you've heard Thad. our podcast? It sounds like. I'm sorry. Did you say you said Thad? Tad. Which is it? Oh, Tad no. or Thad? Todd. T T O D D. It's Todd. Ah, I'm gonna correct my notes. T O D. My brother has just got a little bit of an accent. You know, he says Tad. Ah, no, that makes more sense. And all of those letters are are not silent. T O D D. Okay. Well, I guess the D is redundant. The second D is not pronounced. So that yeah, it's just for the second D is just for emphasis. Okay, so it's Todd, not Tad. Okay. Yeah. Got it. All right. So Todd. Uh, we'll edit all that confusion out of there. Todd, you've heard our podcast, I believe. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, my wife uh, put it on the other night, but it didn't. Um, got a bad connection. Sometimes our Wi-Fi cuts in and out. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, she showed it to me. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I heard, I heard a little bit of it. Let's, I'll say that. So you probably know from hanging out with Papa Roy that Puppet Hunt was. We want to clarify this first. Your brother said it was called Puppet Hint. 
but we think it's called Puppet Hunt. Oh, there was there was two different ones. Puppet Hunt uh, was was the stories, right? It was, and then there was Puppet Hint, which uh, that was um, that was a game show. It was a call-in game show, you know, and the people would just um, call in and answer them, and then they win, you know, they'd win a prize. Puppet Hint did that also feature ventriloquists? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure that was uh, the host was a um, was a puppet. Ah, that makes sense. Oh, Triloquism okay. was very popular back then. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I have a list of questions here now that we have you. Um, and okay. I, I made notes from our conversation. I know you don't want us to mention the communism, so we won't mention that. But we're going to go straight to the, um, well, you know what? I'm going to ask you a little bit about Ikea, because I'm interested uh, in that as well. What What is your uh, favorite sofa? Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, I can't say that I, I have a favorite sofa because most of the time they just got me in the back there, you know, with the forklift and I got to just moving all the stuff around. I'd so, like to see Todd, that. I appreciate the, the insight into your personal life, but I want to get us back on track here for just a second. Uh, tell us how your grandfather first got hired to work for Puppet Hunt. I, I imagine he told you that at some point. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that. And this, the communism. Oops. Nope. Why don't you take Did, this lane? Do you remember if Papa Roy had any large pillows around the house? Uh, the pillows? Um, I don't know nothing about that. And I, I want to get back to Ikea. I heard a rumor that the, the flume, do you know that? That product, the flume? Um, it's a small standing uh, footstool. And I, yeah, I heard yeah. that they might bring it back. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. Insider I mean, I, information. You know, I work with the Stuva mostly. Like, those come through a lot. Yeah. All right. Um, Todd, do you have any contact information for the following people? In other words, does the, do these names ring any bells from Good your idea. time? Uh, Mort Campion. He Mort was Campion. Uh, Chief Blonson Williams. Does that ring any bells? Um, Mort? No, I don't, I don't. I don't think so, no. Lester Globes, who also played Rock Candy. I thought perhaps that would be somebody he would stay in contact with. Lester Globes. Does that ring any bells? Um, you might have known okay. him as Papa Globes. Okay, okay. The, the rest of these I know are lo more like long shots here, but I'm just going to rattle them off just in case we get lucky here. Uh, Mary Pulaski, Tina Plotkin, Pulaski. Lana mm -hmm. Chowder, associated Chowder. with Dr. Gladys Casings. Mm, no, no. Carl Fralty or Fralti? No, I I knew some Fraltis though. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Growing up, I knew some Fraltis, but uh, I think that family moved away. I don't. Yeah, that doesn't. Um, oh, that's good. I'll uh, mark that down. Away. And then we've thought for a long time Jimmy Valance played Buddy Bozeman, but then we we got a pretty angry not email true. from the yeah. family. Not true. But just you know that I know there's. Everybody has their own truth. Uh, Jimmy Valance, is that is that ring a bell? Uh, yeah, just he was Buddy, right? Played Buddy Bozeman, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I rem no, I mean I never met him or anything, but I. Yeah. Okay, so we will not change the website, Matt. Let's okay. leave that up there. All right. Make a note we'll to email back James Valance. So yeah. there you go, James. Oh, okay. We'll put an asterisk there that says this is disputed, right? Right. So there you go. Okay, Matt, I'm I kind of out. Of, you have any more questions? Jotted down a bunch of stuff here, so I'm gonna just rapid fire go through them. Uh, tulips. Uh, I don't have any contacts for that. So 
just comment on these things if they ring a bell. Okay. Tulips um, uh, in Dutch. Does that phrase mean anything to you? Um, have you ever uh, heard of a salt lamp? Do you know what that is? Um, oh. Communism. What is your favorite puppet hunt character? Um, I could give you a multiple choice if that would help. Yeah, yeah. Give me the give me the choices. Okay. Uh, number one, Rock Handy. Uh, number two, uh, Nicolio Salmon. Number three, Buddy Bozeman. And number four, Blonson Williams. Oh, Buddy. Yeah, no, I remember Buddy. You've heard the original programs then. Oh, yeah, no, I got one. Really? You know, we found one up in the attic not too long ago. We were cleaning out for a garage sale. So my yeah, second yeah. question is, um, unless you have anything, Lane, um well who, I, was yeah. he no ever, but hey listen i got this episode though that you guys um yes. you might be interested in yeah right? yeah yeah we found it it's uh you know it's just an old reel to reel and we haven't listened to it because we ain't got one of them players you know but it's no, uh, it's, it's got a label on it it says pearls before swine mm -hmm. so i think that was i never wow. heard it but i think that was one of the episodes. that sounds like a puppet hunt episode well you know Tad, Todd, we, we have a reel-to-reel -reel machine here yeah. that we used to put the episodes out on. If you would be so kind as to mail it to us. Good Dropbox. Put it on Dropbox. How would he do that? Um, just digitize it. Or you could email no. it. Or Zoom. Yeah, I probably just, uh, yeah, I could probably just ma mail could it. Attach, attach a link. Okay, well, we will make sure that it gets right back to you again. I can't, very eager to hear Pearls Before Swine. If you want to just come by the house, too, I could just, uh, I'll leave it with Judy and she could, um, she'd just give it to you. Okay, that might work. Uh, Lane, you have some free time, right? Well, I don't think we're supposed to be traveling right now. You're in the Puget Sound area, I understand. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, we're in Southern California. I can mail it down, to you. Man. Yeah, I can mail okay. it. Okay, that's terrific. Well, Pearls before swine. I'm gonna yeah. write that down. That's great. It's like a dream come true for us. Well, for sir. you. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, like, if, I'd love to hear it because we, like I said, we ain't got one of their machines. So, yeah, if you can get it, if you can get it going, I'd love to. I'd love to hear it. Well, it reminds <laughs> me of that old song. I got a brand new pair of roller skates, and then the person says, "I got a brand new key." I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know that song. I don't either. That doesn't seem to make any reference to what we're talking about. Roller skates. Well, you know, yeah, we used to skate. We used to do that a lot back when the roller rink was still open. We didn't uh, have we didn't have keys at all. Yeah, I don't no, remember we're, mine were not lockable. I, I I never fully understood why the song referred to keys and roller skates. To be honest, mm. it doesn't seem to relate to what we're talking about, really. All right. Um, well, sir, I'm going to just offer one more time, like any recollections, like did you used to go fishing with your grandfather, Papa Roy? Would he say like, ho, ho, I remember back when I was recording old Puppet Hunt episodes and then like tell any stories? No. Did he ever go to any meetings of any groups maybe that were kind of frowned on? Well, I mean, he... I, he he used so he's, to, you know, he, well, he'd drive, you know, he'd, he'd drive one of them little cars sometimes uh, in the parades. Well, he's no, a Shriner. Okay. I don't think it was Shriners. I think that was a little bit too... It was uh, Elks, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it was, in the it's Elks? one of those. It's it's one of those things. I don't remember. That's uh, It's I'm a pretty subway sure now. The miniature, cars, the miniature cars were the Shriners. I'm I'm like 100% oh, sure of that. They didn't have a patent on it. Anybody could buy a small car. 
it was like a branding thing though like they they got it first and they got it best and nobody else would have done miniature cars you're talking about in a parade where they go in like little circles and wear fez hats yeah they do that yeah he he did that he did that with his group okay so he was a shriner then Uh, no i don't think it was a shriner okay i'm sorry to get a little irritated with this but he rode in the little cars and he had a red fez hat oh yeah 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 that's what it was okay and yeah interesting that it was red yeah interesting choice Oh yeah, there was an uh, yeah secret handshake too that he was mm-hmm. always doing with his uh... comrades. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. And you you said your favorite episode. Oh, you didn't say that, right? So that looks like a good. This is a good outcome, wouldn't you say, uh, Lane? I think it. It's kind of like a dream come true, sir. Mm. Thank you for That's all of the. Great recollections and you know we'll stay in touch in case you remember anything like find yourself walking around a familiar spot like maybe you could even try to induce some of these memories like go to the places where maybe you and your grandfather used to fish i just always pictured you guys fishing for some reason papa roy was just mostly the naps the man loved to nap is your father still with us could we perhaps ask him some rock candy questions oh yeah no he uh he's he's no longer with us Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. No, he moved to Florida, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's just at the retirement village there. He golfs a lot, though, so, you know, you might have a hard time catching him. And it's his his last name is also Schoon? Schoon? Soon, yeah, yeah. Soon. Is there a bit of a diphthong? Is it, It's not soon like you're going to be there soon. It's like soon. Soon, yeah, soon. You got to get that. You got to get that. Okay. No, you just yeah. don't want to hit it. Yeah, that's that's Definitely. about right. Yeah. Okay, so We've been spelling it with an S. Is it spelled? It sounds like it's spelled with a C H though. No, it's an it's an S C H. Like a tune. That's the way we spell it. Would you say like a tune? Dog toy that's been tuned. You got to really mash your 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 tongue up there in the top of your mouth and just say tune. You know. Well, sir, thank you. I invite you to check your podcast feed. Yeah. yeah, how do I, uh, um, you know, yeah, I'll have to ask the oh. wife about that. I can we can we make a request? Instead of going, don't go through the website because that doesn't count <clears throat> on our uh, unique downloads. Can you uh, go through, say, go through like Podcruncher or iTunes or uh, Stitcher? Do you have Stitcher? Um, Stitcher Premium. I'll have, I'll have to ask the wife about that. She knows all that stuff. I don't I don't know. Did she change her name? Do you, did she take your name? Did you take my name? Yeah, of course. When you married, yeah, did she have a problem pronouncing it, or was that how was that transition? Well, you know, it takes all the Shun women a couple of years to just get used to it, but they, um, you know, they get it, they get it eventually. Okay, Shun, Shun, Shun. All right. Well, I think we've gotten everything we needed. I appreciate you taking your time off of your busy day. Oh no, that's all right. I was going to head in there a little while and just see how everybody's doing. Oh, can you check on the um, the Arkelstorp, if they still have that. I guess um, I could just check the website, but if you could check it and then send me an email. Well, it depends on what's. Time. Yeah, I don't know down there in Southern California. You know, you guys, you don't get all the good stuff. We get we get a lot of stuff up here. You guys don't get. Oh, it's direct. Okay. Yeah. Man, maybe I'll take a trip. Yeah, sure. You come pick up this reel to reel. Oh, maybe. Oh, sir. Well, wait. Hold on, Matt. Let's make sure, sir. We remember we kind of agreed that you're gonna FedEx that to us. Oh, uh, yeah, wait. yeah. You you send me a box and yeah. I mean, we I maybe I got one. I might have a box around here somewhere. I'll take a look. So this has been another episode of uh, Puppet Hunt uh, with and, Matt and Lane. Matt and I'm Lane. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, with Matt and Lane. 
All right. Good good talking to you guys. All right. Bye, uh, Chad. No, I'm sorry. Todd. Did you Hello? Are you there? I can hear you. Okay, great. I, I think we got disconnected during the episode. Did you hear all of it? You know, sometimes during a minor tremor, the internet will cut out. I Is it okay to call it an episode? It was more of an interview. Yeah, well, a lot of good info there. Fascinating, the name haunting, right? Like, in other words, the grandfather had this name confusion, right? And then mm -hmm. the grandchildren are still inheriting. What do they call it? The sins of the father? Sure. I hate to say this, but between the Skype call and all the other stuff that's going on, I'm still not 100% sure. It seems to be Todd Schoon now. I thought it was Todd Schoon, that he goes mm. by Todd Schoon, and then people like see it in print and they call him Schoonie at Ikea. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, it could be. According you to my notes. Again? Well, we can maybe for next episode. We're going to do the left-handed quiz part five for the next episode. We're not going to do another Schoon Boys episode, uh, are we? That seems, uh, seems excessive. Let's keep it on the table. I thought that Todd was very evasive about those pillows. Like, he knew, he knew plenty about that, and he just didn't want us to ask any more questions. The Dutch wife. I really regret not circling back to that topic. I find it interesting that as a Dutch American, that he, he easily finds employment at a Dutch company, which I have applied to and been rejected. I'm not putting all the pieces together here. What are you talking about? Well, maybe just a coincidence, but I don't want to have to spell it out that you know, the Dutch look out for each other. You, This is your own theory, or is this like online? Well, I'm not Dutch, and I don't claim to be Dutch, although it might help my career if I did. I could pass, but no. Uh, no, we don't want to get into online I, stuff. You're still, you're still being a little vague. I, I wanted to compliment you. I actually I think you're on this topic. It's a little unclear to me, but I really admired when I listened back to the episode, or the interview, excuse me, how you were buttering up Todd with all that Ikea talk, which built trust, and then that led to the reel-to-reel -reel tape that we're going to be getting. I guess you could look at it as that. I'm, I am very interested in Ikea. It's something I, I applied for a job there a couple of years in a row. Oh, okay. Well, that uh, now kind of makes sense because you were pretty knowledgeable about those individual items by name. Had you, I, you like, studied those? or I you do just my research, yeah. I even, uh, I've... I customized my cover letter and resume and everything. I, my resume I did creatively as sort of like Ikea instructions. So I had oh, like wow. pictograms and uh, the, what you're going to need, like some eyes to look at it and a brain to think about it. And then, uh, you know, everything that's included in the resume. It was a lot of work. According didn't to them, it was incomprehensible. Oh, Okay. So what were you envisioning yourself doing at Ikea? Salesman, door to door. Uh, I was proposing a whole new business model. That probably turned them off a little bit. They're pretty established, I guess. And what do you mean passing for Dutch? Look it up. Dutch conspiracy. You know, they look out for each other. It's not like they're walking around with wooden shoes and one of those little hats. But, you know, they, I say they, I shouldn't, that's in these, these times, that's not politically correct. The Dutch. You know what? I'm kind of warming up to this a little bit. I mean, I thought there was some cagey behavior. Okay, is that one of the things they're known for being cagey? Typical Dutch behavior, yeah, caginess. Okay, so 
talk, well, they're cagey about their name, right? The, the yeah. Schoon Boys. Right. And then you have, I mean, I hope they don't listen to this because then it's kind of like we're disparaging them. But yeah, uh, so let's let's make sure we get the episode before we air, the, you know, the one that we're going to get from Todd. Let's make sure we get that before we put this on the air. And then, of course, it's Todd, yeah. Nix all of this. Well, I guess I should say oh, delete delete yeah. this conversation from that's our. The uh, only reference to Puppet Hunt we've made so far. I should keep it in then, huh? Yeah. Well, wait. We're gonna not keep any of this. Okay. So, uh, so they're being to me they're being cagey. Number one, you have the first one, Chad, right? And he claims Chad. that wooden shoes are not from Holland. Yeah. Right. I'm like, that's the thing they're known for. That's that is the number one and export. I probably more than tulips people know, like if you gave them one of those uh, family feud questions, like number one would be wooden shoes. What do you know about the Dutch? Show me wooden shoes. Bing! Right? It'd be number one. Maybe tulips. And that kid with his finger in the dike. The Dutch boy. Okay, so you got that. All right, the haircuts. Is it offensive to say somebody has a Dutch boy haircut? It's not to me, but, you know, some people are a little... And what's this business about having like a country where you can't turn it into the adjective form like Germany, German, right? England, English, and then Dutch is from Holland. Right. Clearly something to hide. But we don't want to turn this into a a screed. All right. Well, yeah, I guess this would be like splitting off into a different podcast to where we oh. dig deeper on the whole Dutch so, thing. You know, that's an interesting uh, speaking of different podcasts. You know, I had this idea. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but I had this idea that we could sort of alternate because now we know of this other trove of really interesting stuff, the game show. So I mean, because I know clearly, you know, audience interest in puppet-related crime is going down, but puppet-related quiz shows, my guess is that's a whole trove that we could investigate and try to acquire, because we've got one. What, you're talking about Puppet Hint? Puppet Hint. It's got to be more. I think that can't be a real... I think that's like a family legend or something where... I mean, that may be another Dutch thing where they can't keep their vowels straight or something and they've just confabulated yeah. this story about that puppet hunt was puppet hand that can't be right i mean well, i know there I are quiz about shows the confabulation part but yeah, these are real i i can confirm it unlike some claims about the veracity of the effects of various salt crystals and things like that this is a real thing that actually happened okay am i am i hearing a little bit of a personal dig in that i'm confused well, uh, okay. I didn't want to get into this, but I have done a lot of research and I have it in front of me uh, bullet pointed. So I guess maybe okay. on some level okay. I did sort of unconsciously want to get into it uh, about the salt lamps. Um, I think I think you have a problem. And I, I, had, I hate to be the one to have to quote unquote burst your bubble. But um, I've done some research on salt lamps. They don't really do anything. Okay. L- let me kind of reorient myself here. Um, All right. Now, I'll, I'll give you, you know, they provide a nice, warm, encouraging light. But other than that, and I, I have data here. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to walk you through it so that I can. Sort of like a um, Scientologist, we have to deprogram you. 
Oh, so you're on the side of Scientology in this analogy. Oh, no. Is that something they do? Yeah, they no, deprogram the general public. Oh, no. So a reverse deprogram. So as if you were a Scientologist, I'm trying to talk you out of it. That was a huh. bad, bad uh, example. I should have used something else. Okay. Well, are you done? Because I'm. I got oh, a no. couple of things. I've been making a couple notes here. Okay. Oh. Well, all right. You go first. You go first, and then I'm going to go down my list of things here because this is well, this is a little a little surprising. But go ahead. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just go through the data. This is not made up data found on the internet. Here's something from. This may be shocking from Healthline.com about Himalayan salt lamps. And I'm going to just skip to the bottom. Doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like a reliable source, but go ahead. Well, it's the bottom line. There is no evidence behind the claims related to Himalayan salt lamps. Health claims. Okay, are you, okay. Are you, are you, all right, are you, all done? Right, are you done? No, no, I have a lot more. Okay, okay. I'll make another note. Another note. Okay. Sound like you're a kind of robotic. Are you? You sound robotic on your end. Is this part of your psychology of like tearing my argument apart and saying that I sound like a robot? I haven't even gotten to that yet. Okay. So the let me read this from Snopes.com, a famous website that debunks claims. Here's the claim: salt lamps, because they emit negatively, negatively. Negatively charged ions impart myriad health benefits, including reduced anxiety, improved sleep, increased energy, and protection from electric smog. And that's in quotes. Uh, would you agree with that or disagree or strongly yeah, agree? I strongly agree. They're saying that so they a, have health, health benefits. Okay. Strongly agree. Now, they rate it as false, and there's a big red X. This is what they say. Salt lamps which are merely light bulbs, Wrong. have become an increasingly popular product in the alternative medicine scene and are marketed as, quote, unquote, natural ionizers. Which they are. Go ahead. Some of these, uh, you know, sort of the claims of uh, these ions increase oxygen flow to the brain. The ions negate radioactive waves or electric smog. Mm -hmm. So at the bottom here, it says all the claims described above rely on the singularly false Assertion that a block of salt with a light bulb inserted inside will naturally emit negative ions. That argument, when intelligible, usually invokes some sort of interplay between the salt, which attracts water from the air and the heat from the light evaporating that water, as it far into it. But I'll give you that it does provide a nice light in that salt is salt getting a lot of static on your end i'm trying to breathe my way through this because it's it's very much a personal attack it's not oh. about the salt lamps it's about me That's and funny. i understand the confinement the the salt cabinness i mean the the cabin fever it, it's it's it affects a lot of people i it's just now, a little hard it's hard to hear i i have no problem with the saint john's wart i think you should go on double down on that but i it's think pronounced, salt lamps are, are a crutch it's not pronounced wart it's pronounced wart Wart? Go ahead. Wart, not wart. Not like a wart on your hand. It's a wart, like a plant. So the O is silent. Do you have more about the salt lamps? Oh, Are no, you not about the salt lamps. I thought we'd segue into talking about puppet hint, unless you had something. Okay. I do have a few notes that I want to talk about. Okay. All right. So referring to my 
deep breathing, which was, I said very explicitly that we were going to edit out of the last episode. There's definitely parts of that in the episode. So this was a difficult conversation. I'm glad we're in this, this space right now because I, it was embarrassing to me that some of my deep breathing made it into the last episode that you edited and you said you were going to edit that out. I was going to take it out, but then I got distracted. I mean, you edited out some of it, some of the deep breathing, but you left enough in that people know that that was happening. Oh. The medical community is divided about salt lamps. I will acknowledge that. However, it's only because the established orthodoxy sees it as a threat because why would you need to go to a doctor if you have something that covers pretty much anything you need, including some forms of surgery? There are studies. I can give you some links that instead of like for knee surgery, if you just put your knee close to the salt lamp for like about two hours a day, you have the same, more statistically the same result. I don't want to get into all the numbers and everything, but uh, you got it. You, all you've got is salt and a light. If that was true, that all fast fry cooks who are sitting at McDonald's when they have that hot lamp on their salty fries, they'd be in immaculate health. I sorry that you're going to be getting one as a gift because you're going to probably just laugh at it or throw it away no, or something. I didn't know you were sending one as a gift. And I, you know, there's a couple of, I want to get into this whole puppet hint thing that I have ideas we can have for the next episode instead of uh, breaking continuity and going back to the left-handed quiz. I had some ideas, but I don't want to get too derailed, but I do love the smell. I do love so, the light. Wait a minute. So you're saying the continuity is going to be, okay, we're going to get back to the smell thing. You're saying continuity would now be to try and find puppet hint episodes instead of going well, just continuing episode. with puppet hunt? Well, at this point, we're so deep in, we want to continue with Todd. So I thought if we brought him back and included him on an episode and did a puppet hint episode, uh, and then I here's a here's a uh, I'll acquiesce. I'll light up the salt lamp you you sent. So I can enjoy the smell of the ocean, which will calm me. Okay. We'll be on the same page while we're You've listening. You've been over here before. I've had them on, and they don't have a smell. People think that they smell like the beach, but that's because they've never ocean. been in their presence. Okay, ocean. They they have no odor whatsoever. I, I know what I smelled. Okay. If there are puppet hint episodes out there, uh, we could air them as as part of this season. I'm willing to concede that. I, I mean, I I put it out there at one point, and 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 then you persuaded me that it makes sense to keep it as one complete podcast. I was listening to the the last episode. I was happened to be taking one of my effervescent salt baths, which I know you don't like to hear about. But I was like, oh, that's really nice that Matt suggested that. That's a much better idea. When I was calmer, I could I could understand what what you were trying to tell me. And then I heard the deep breathing part, which was kind of upsetting. So it was it was a it was a good bath overall, but it was like a bad ending to the bath. And I just think that like we need to just keep it as puppet hunt because that's what this is called that's the podcast and we don't need us we don't need a second one i mean i don't even think there's episodes out there that's what i'm trying to say matt are you are you okay i guess we got disconnected um okay yeah i can see he's not on the line anymore 
All right, it's been about 10 days since that call with Matt ended abruptly, and I've been trying to get a hold of him, I'm texting and email, and really haven't heard anything one way or the other. I'm assuming he's okay, and, and I just want to say, Matt, if you somehow have access to the podcast, but maybe your phone is broken and your computer is broken right now, if you're listening, I want to say that I understand why you thought the salt lamps had an, an aroma, even if they don't. It, it's When you see them and you hear the word salt, that's very evocative. Uh, they have a very strong effect overall on your sensory experience, so it makes sense that some people would perceive the smell of the ocean. Different people experience different emotions and different sensory memories, and so it's very possible that you were actually experiencing the smell of the ocean, and I need to honor that. Even if you weren't actually able to smell anything, you were experiencing that sensory memory, and I need to honor that. So I, I want to put those words out to you, that uh, there was a misunderstanding between the two of us there. So I uh, hope that's all cleared up. And on behalf of you, I want to say this has been Puppet Hunt Radio with Matt and Lane. <laughs>